0: Warning, the following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four
1: lifelong friends who who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The
2: official
1: Impractical Jokers
2: podcast. Here we go. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Back again, episode 8, 8, 11, 11, 8, 11, 11, all the way up to 11. I'm James McCarthy. I'm Casey Jost.
3: I'm Tina Santamaro.
2: And we're back and we're having fun. We're talking about this episode. What a fun episode. To start with a big laugh,
4: at like a laugh challenge like this. This one's nuts. This one's the, the the craziest one we've ever done. I think it's got the funniest, most surprising bit I've ever seen on Impractical Jokers. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But I want to start off first. When Sal's eating the deodorant, did you know it was deodorant immediately? Um, what do you mean? Like, the, like? well, so here's my here's my thing. All the guys are on the floor. So there's nobody in the back like saying anything and BTS right. saying like, oh, what's he got in his hand? Like, is that Sal's got deodorant? He just starts clicking up the deodorant and then you see him eat it. I knew it was deodorant. I was wondering if you knew it was like the first time you saw it.
3: I did. Good. Yes. Yeah. Because of. It looked exactly like it, in the way he like twisted the bottom to get it to rise a little bit, and then took the it bite. Was a, it, was... it
2: was in a not to give a brand, but it was in a Dove yes. uh, deodorant um, canister thing. I don't know what you call it, and it was the it was not Dove. It was fondant, fondant. Oh yeah, fondant. I was fondant. I was
3: going to ask yes, what like cake it was judge before because...
2: fondant. Yes, that's right. So yeah, it was in cute like in cake punishment. Yeah. yeah. So it fondant is it is edible, but it's mm-hmm. not does not taste good. And it'll like instantly give you a stomach ache, which Sal got later. Yeah. But it, um, it it's the stuff that's really easy to mold to mm-hmm. create thing to create things, and that's like kind of the purest form of it because it's just white and it's molded to just look like deodorant. I read online that you could eat it. My favorite snack now. And that's when we had the idea. One of the I think one of the other maybe like Joe Ambergio or the other comedy producers was sort of like, Hey Sal, what if you did this? Because we all like meet. The way it works is if like we meet with the guys and they yeah. like, have ideas, we have ideas, and we keep it secret for each. I think either was it Joe or John? Somebody had one where clicks up deodorant and mm-hmm. bites into it not knowing what that would be yet mm-hmm. but this is what we do we have these things when we go to will faxton and we go will this is what we want to do he goes all right we'll get fondant <laughs> and we'll put it
4: in deodorant easy next and then we'll tell him the other ideas this, that's how he works wow oh, hey speaking of making uh edible things for impractical jokers I made, uh, I think, the first ever impractical Joker's ice cream. Oh, that's woo! this week. Going back to last week. Going back the- to last week. So Ben and Jerry's again. If Hit you're paying up. attention, this doesn't have to be it, but right now this is the recipe. Somebody come out and make a better one. It was pretty good. I did vanilla ice cream with marshmallow, uh, like a little like marshmallow swirl, like a little liquidy. Uh, then did took some Entenmann's chocolate donuts, chopped them up, put them inside. So now we have donut dough. In the ice cream, which, again, we've never seen before.
3: Never been done before. Ben,
4: Jerry, never been seen. Uh You got to try it. And then took a little uh, bit of cannoli, cut the cannoli up in there. So now we had cannoli cream as well and the cannoli shell. And the shell. is great because again we've seen cannolis on the show a bunch, and it had a little crisp, like a little crispy crisp yeah. in the cannoli shell, and then it had some like chocolate chips in it too, and it was you know what pretty good. Mm.
2: It's like discovering, it's like discovering new ways to enjoy ice cream, new
1: ways to enjoy ice cream, but not with your mouth, <laughs> but not with your mouth.
4: Mm. Mm. Nice. So right now, I think that's some Practical Jokers ice cream. Oh, please keep what?
2: sending them to hashtag Jokers Podcast because we're going to take our favorite three and and send it to Ben and Jerry's. Yes.
3: Yeah. Great idea. What did you have a special name for it? Like fish food?
1: Oh. Or,
4: or that's
3: what we got to come up with.
4: Yeah, fish food is really good. Can we take fish food? J- yeah. Can we do fish, fish, fish food too? Yeah. fish food too. Also, fish food. Practical mm-hmm. Jokers presents fish food too. <laughs> that's yep. really funny. I like. That's probably my favorite so far.
3: What's actually in fish food?
4: Oh, it's that's, that's fantastic. It's chocolate ice cream. Oh, you know what? They've got the the chocolate chips that are fish. It'd be cool if we can get chocolate oh. chips that are like the faces the of jokers. the jokers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you're punishing them by biting their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's got marshmallow and caramel uh swirls inside i don't think i'm missing anything so but i've says been wrong fish before food is
2: chocolate ice cream with swirls of marshmallow and caramel and chocolatey fish shaped chunks fish shaped chunks yeah
4: yeah uh, so i did now yeah it's my favorite ice yeah. cream
2: until the jokers one comes out and beats it can right. i be honest with the naming naming of it that's what ben and jerry does best yeah their names, up to... they're, they're, like their their ice cream, is very good, but their their naming is even better. I know that we're do- basically doing a free sponsorship for Ben and Jerry's, and I I, <laughs> I, I want to stop right now because they have not paying us. I, I don't want to stop. They're, they're my favorite fish. It's my
4: favorite ice cream. I love it. Uh, okay, I, I'm send out it. send it.
3: What's your favorite name? At least,
4: um, Cherry Garcia. Oh, it's oh, really
3: good. That's very smart. Do you, maybe
4: they start name first and then they go from there. Right. Interesting oh yeah we should like think- if we're like in pretzical jokers and then there'd be pretzel chips whoa inside. hold
2: on a second wow. what are you doing james wow. where did you just pull that out of
4: uh, you just you just pulled up the the deodorant and and a b- good idea came out i just feel like an idiot because now i made this other ice cream that had no pretzels and i came up with a good pun name
3: you're gonna just have to change the formula it.
4: it's all good yeah hey. um all right let's jump back in um speaking so- of puking uh, <laughs> going into q's shirt that uh Milano's bachelorette party shirt that was so disgusting looking, I honestly couldn't look at it. And it was, man, he's I, in the entire challenge, man. It, he
2: it smelled so bad. So a little behind the scenes here. Oh, on the show sometimes like you know we're waiting for cameras to get set up or people to sit down or the jokers to get ready. And Q has a hoodie on and he's like, "Can we hurry up? Can we hurry up? Can we just get going?" Because. His shirt stinks. It wasn't like actual puke, but it might as well been because it was like, I think it was like salmon, like spread. Wait,
3: why? What happened?
2: He needed to look kind of like pink puke. So like they so I think it was Donye who who like decided like what it should be is like this like kind of like a mix of salmon and like like I think like paint. And it's like so. Then he's just like s- smelling this and being like, "Let's go. Can we go? Can we go?" So by the time we get out there, now he's just like in the heat of the moment. So like you think he forgot about the smell, but right before like when they went out to the floor, it was it was tense. Like he was really getting upset. That's oh, uh, just by his own smell. A horrible
3: <laughs> version of fish food.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, um-
3: you're right.
2: <laughs> well- you know- this, this was funny Oh my god! I got to be like the, you, you've been the moderator sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't really have much of a job they you barely see me, but I was like standing behind the booth as people like checked in and I was making small talk being like, you know, if you need to use the restroom or anything, like, please wait until the end doing a little bit of that business. But I actually got a text from Murr during the challenge was like, come back in. So I could ask you where the bathroom is. So I came there and he was like, where's the bathroom? And I'm only, I'm going to come on it for like a second. And that's when he rides out on the cart. Oh, on a suitcase. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Which it's interesting in those moments. Like when I'm the person that's like in the room, like I have to almost be as confused as the, as the mom. Yeah. I have to like, it's my acting chops has to come mm-hmm. out and be like. Yeah. That's hell? your Emmy moment right there. What
4: the, what the hell? Why haven't we won an Emmy? Yeah. It doesn't make sense for the best show on TV.
2: I know. Tina, can you make that happen?
4: I'll, I'll try. That's I'll
2: insane. Try. Yeah. Do the ice cream first and then. Yes. Get the Emmy. We're the mm-hmm. best show on TV with the best ice cream flavor coming out. I know. Whenever we figure it out. All right. So Murr rides on an automated suitcase, and Sal loses it. Can't believe he did that. Moto bag? M O D O? Yeah. F- you for riding off on a bag. And then I love that like he throws the grenade by opening up his sweatshirt to see if he can make anyone laugh on the way out. Mm-hmm. So
4: good. And then, but I also love how Q plays off of it when he's like, "Well, what do you call that thing? It's a, it's a moto bag." This is genius. And it goes into his phone. Batman and pornography. Fantastic. Moto bag. Moto bag loading batman pornography um yeah that's that's fun it was great and then we have one of my favorite people in the show's history coming up next rob emmer rob emmer
2: dressed as cool aid yeah he's he's doing like he we can't call it kool-aid right but like it's that and he doesn't even (laughs) say oh yeah and then he He says,
4: like oh guys," so like oh man (laughs) like
0: yeah Oh, man, that hurt.
2: <laughs> and then he, like, walks out to a locked door. Like, this is why we use Rob Emmer is for moments like this. We You can't even plan. It's so much funnier that he gets it wrong. Turn
1: around! <laughs> Let them see you!
2: <laughs> and and the fact that he's willing to show up for five minutes and cover his body
4: in red paint and then wear this stupid costume. Rob Emmer's a treasure, an Emmer treasure. Emmer is such a trooper he will do anything for a laugh and to make the guys laugh whenever he comes on set every the, me the guys like everyone's got a smile on their face it's like everyone's like so happy to see him and it's also in part cuz we like yes he got somebody out it happened to be the person that picked Planned. him yeah yeah uh <laughs> what is it foisted by his own petard was <laughs> yeah. James Murray I uh, yeah that's what yeah. I say all the time
2: you laughed at your own joke <laughs> Because because he screwed it up so bad. Who are you, so, <laughs> <hold> this thing? <laughs> he screwed it up so
4: bad, I laughed.
2: And then now we have Vanessa, who is Brazilian, who makes an appearance as, dressed like Carmen Sandiego and asks questions about Chuck, Chuck Yeager, which was a, a callback to him. Th- yes, this is a callback. Because we know it makes literally everyone
4: on the crew laugh. Well, and here's the thing, again, like sometimes there's like, when you're trying to make someone laugh, you go to an inside joke and... They showed the clip of um, of Vanessa doing the, the Chuck Yeager question. Mm-hmm. What you don't see is when we did that clip, we had to do like about 10 cl- takes of that before uh, Vanessa nailed it. And the guys have seen the other nine. And so it was like an inside joke on our crew because there's one where she's like talking about Chuck Yeager breaking the speed of light and just goes on talking about it. <laughs>
0: Has there anyone seen Chuck Yeager, the man who discovered the speed of light?
4: And the it's guy broke the last of speed of and that's why light alone in this alone episode. Is funny. She's like, "Have you seen Chuck Yeager?" Also, she's dressed as Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, <laughs> A fantastic costume, Danye. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he made an incredible costume. But that is why she says Chuck Yeager broke the speed of light. And that was Joe came so close to laughing. You see it—the pain on his face. He wants to
2: laugh. He finds it so funny. But he's—he knows what, what he has next. Like he needs to get that out. Mm-hmm. Like he would be dark. He'd be devastated. He'd be <laughs> yes. devastated. It, it would be. It would be like losing his parents again if he lost that. Right.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Uh,
4: yeah. Hey, mom. Oh, dad's with you.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Joe's oh, parents.
4: No. Joe's parents are dead. I'll just come grab you, dude. Joe Gatto coming in with, with his parents and having the skeleton puppets. This is guys. This is therapy for Joe. Like.
3: Oh yes. This, definitely. This is how
4: Joe. And it's,
2: it's actually uh-huh. incredibly beautiful that he deals with, cause he, you know, like I've known Joe for a long time and I was there when he, I was around him a lot when he lost his mom. I wasn't, we weren't too close when he I lost his father. So I can't speak to that, but it's, it was this, it's the saddest I've ever seen Joe for a long time. And it was really, you know, we took some time off from the show. Um, well, cause I think we were filming at the time it was maybe season two or three and, and You know, he wasn't making these jokes right away, obviously. But I've seen him over the time, like uh, progress, and like he would be doing it with close friends, and now he's like getting it out. And I think the way it's like a testament to how to deal with with pain sometimes is like you have to laugh through it, and that's like Joe's mantra in life. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? He brings so much joy to the world that he's bringing joy to himself by like it's therapy for him. It's really it's a really cathartic. Yeah, I think it's like like a a a way way
3: way, like for him to. Have his parents be a part of the show yeah. since they they can't actually be a part of it. And it's um, more
2: sure it's morbid, but it's morbidly funny. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. and it's like funny first. And it's and like he you know that like he's doing it because it's a taboo. So it's like, you know, it yeah. gives us license.
4: And this <laughs> is yeah. like almost like it's a great. callback of last week's episode when he's talking about the soprasat at his mom's mm-hmm. funeral and the proshutaus yes, dad. Yes, yes, and yes. it's like then you have this which is just like an insane heightened version of that.
2: So it started like like this like where Joe would be like the Sal would be like oh my mom's call- calling me hold on a second and then he'd be like oh, I'm getting the call too yeah I got FaceTime with my mom and he would show a photo of the skeleton <laughs> and all the guys were like oh, no like you can't joke like that. you know what I mean like insane. and then like they're all they're all dying laughing and it would be he would do things like that mm-hmm. so that's like that this is the people never even saw this progression but that's how we got to him with the two skeletons and then, like, take him on the roller coaster. So. And then
4: uh, uh-huh. and then Q is punching himself in the face so he doesn't laugh. And God bless him because the I'm next so thing that Q did, I think, is the most surprising and funny. Yeah. Most surprising thing. i do not like to say it's the right. funniest thing on our show. But, like, I knew about it. And then when I forgot about it and watched the cut, didn't see it coming. I did not so- know about it. Like, it, I,
3: oh really? I did not. And you like, were in the room.
4: I was in the room. Oh, I, I at that moment I was not because I okay. left. I, I wanted to
2: kind of stay out of the room so that like the cameras it, it gets distracting. I think like okay. when there's too many people and if someone's in and out. So I came in for myrrh and then left. Um, and I didn't like I helped with producing Sal's stuff and yeah. Joe's stuff. Maybe a little myrrh, but like you handled a lot of that. Uh, yeah.
4: So I was like, and a lot of the crew had not seen it. I lost it. If you've been watching *Practical Jokers* for eight seasons, the last thing you expect to see is a backflip, or a front flip, or any kind of physical activity that is like, remotely athletic.
2: What? it out. We've seen that in like sketch shows or like rather like in in movies, like you have the obvious stunt person. It's so good. But in in the real world, it's so funny. Yeah, that's the the thing.
3: His cartwheel, though, the one that he actually did, looked like like a like a little toddler learning to walk. Uh (laughs) They just like they lose their balance and bend over. I'm
2: sure he hurt himself. Not badly, but like I'm sure like the next day (laughs) he was like, why did I do that first cartwheel? Oh, it yeah. was amazing. He's and
3: done. he did one coming back out also.
2: And then Sal calling it there was genius because that is a that's that's a dead heat. That's, that's the two of them Yeah, no, at game. that level. You gotta just give it
4: to that's them both. The, that's a tie. That's everyone storms the court. Doesn't matter what the score is, you walk off. That's it. Game over. Beautiful moment.
2: Mm-hmm. We,
0: we, I'll, give, I'll, give you, I'll give you both a win there. I'll give you both a win.
2: Uh, that was that that this is this was an incredible challenge. I can't it, believe we didn't start the second half of the season with this because it's so good. It's, it's very good. But One of
3: my favorite things was when Joe says that both of his parents are there is the look on Q's face. Uh (laughs) I mean, if you didn't catch it, rewatch the episode. (laughs) Check out Q's face when he says that.
2: You know something funny? Joe was talking to me and he was like, what if I go first and that's the first thing I do? And I just end it. And everybody like I, mean, yeah, yeah. I start with that like i was like what would happen if the bits like <laughs> uh, like two minutes long yeah i was like then we would have to like we'd have to just like stop down and be like all right reset we'll play again <laughs> like you know what i mean that would get that right. out of the way but he was like no i want to like slow roll
4: and build up to it and i'm glad he did because that's mm-hmm. well, that would have been nice. funny you could have like played the game twice is what you're saying like yes everyone start everyone else starts with a thumbs down then we just run back into it yeah that'd be hilarious so um, that was yeah we, we kind of talked that idea yeah. All right. Moving on to our next challenge. Yes. Ooh, I am a big fan of a general IFB. That's what we call these kind of challenges where the guys are out on the floor. It's a refuse you lose. Uh, but in th- teams and also in a little behind the scenes ifb is the the name of the device that goes in your ear
3: does it stand for something
4: yes yeah um, it does we and always forget what it is i am oh, stalling
3: we're gonna while wait Casey while Googles, Casey, yeah
4: but interruptible
3: fold back
2: oh. i've i've wait. done the what is what what do i think it means and i get it wrong every time in- it's interruptible fold back it's a, for a, oh. inter- like broad, broadcast is a monitoring. Yeah. It's like a whole monitoring thing. I don't
4: understand, but what I do understand. I sound a person. Yeah. And mm. I love these bits. It's just either in singles or in, in a team like this one. And it's the guys just refuse you lose. It is my, it's the bread and butter. And there's nothing better than good bread and butter. It's my favorite part of the show. What's great too, is like, cause one guy can pull down the whole ship.
2: Yes. So like you know, if Murr's out there and Mur had to kiss somebody, he, he'd do it. Uh-huh. But it's Mur and Q, and if they have to kiss each other,
4: yeah, he's like, mm-hmm.
2: ah, yeah, I'm good today.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it's this monster. Gr- it, you're right, and it, he doesn't want to do it. Q's face in that moment mm-hmm. was hilarious. He's just like, yeah, no. He's like, I'm, I'm not. Just going for a slow kiss over the table.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all- come on come on halfway no come
1: on no, oh, no I'm coming
4: through you no. <laughs> don't want to do it it's perfect like there's so much joy like there's still joy on their face and that's the I thing I like about like, when I'm just talking about like ifB like there's a lot of joy in them and like you see the guys break they break each other in this a few times on the floor uh it's really fun to watch like the moment just kicking it off when they're talking about chest hair chest hair is great Murr and cute well, first of all we'll get back to Mur and his chest hair but like they're rubbing this guy's chest hair and then like you're getting a stranger to now rub your chest
2: feel of course that is oh yeah yeah
4: at they love lunchtime, chest hair. It is. In, I love it. I think it's the, so
2: silly and funny. And like that. they love chest hair. It'll distract from an entire thing. Remember, like when they're doing the game where they throw the water in their face, and yeah. then Joe's like, "I'll give you a hundred bucks to like yeah. touch this guy's chest hair or whatever yeah. it was, twenty bucks." And he does. Like, like they, they'll they'll sidetrack an entire game for yeah. chest hair.
4: I don't know why they're <laughs> upset And then Murr getting it lasered off. So, add, yeah. there's an insider for the fans. I didn't know that. Yeah. That That's is right. very Apparently, funny. Apparently,
3: on one of the after parties, he spoke about how he lasers a lot of areas of his body.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, man. Yeah. There so, goes lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, gross. The teeth. Fish food coming back up. <laughs> when I see Myrrh there's a few things that he'll say to me. First he'll go, "Wow, you're taller than people think," which is crazy. That he's a very speaking. weird thing to say to a friend. Yeah, that, you've known for that a he decade. sees all the time <laughs> yeah. in
3: real life. But he's speaking <laughs> also
2: for pe- all people. He's right. like, "Wow, you're taller than people think," and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "I, I always, yeah, I'm always surprised how tall you are." Yeah, you're like um, six
4: foot. So six he says it all the yeah.
2: time. And then he'll also sometimes, if I have a shirt that's like will show some chest he'll be like, "What are you doing with that stuff?" Oh my gosh! And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I'm not a, f- I'm not going to shave. I don't want to keep up with it for the you rest want a of my laser? life." I don't want to be who I am. I don't want a little limer. Um,
4: oh, that's so funny.
2: Also, they I uh, remember another chest hair moment from the show is, hey, the 70s called. They want their chest hair back. Oh, yeah. To that guy in the grocery store. That's a fun one. All right, next. Cuma say, watch your ass, bucko. You're in hill country now. <laughs>
4: watch your ass, bucko. You're in hill country now. <laughs> I love what Murray does here is take that candy city ass out of here for no reason. He brings that. Take that
2: candy city ass out of here.
4: It's just so funny. And then he like doubles down on it and he's trying to do like a tough guy character, which yeah. Mur is not. And to call someone out on like, like
2: being a city boy, like he's the most city boy there's ever been. I love been. that the guys call him out on that. It's just, fantastic. And the silent film stuff that they do together Dude, is so fun. Like they're the best. You see like kind of their improv
4: chops. And remember. I love the slow turn that murray has to catch the guy filming and i love what Mm -hmm. the guy does from going to filming to bringing it down like he wasn't watching them at all it's so funny meanwhile it's like we got you on camera the entire time (laughs) but it's so good i but also like yeah film those guys if you see two idiots doing a silent film argument take out your cell phone and film them please um silent world star a lot. Another moment that's crazy is the high fives for me. Like that oh
2: was my oh, just forever. Jeez. I can't
3: believe Joe Gatta. that he hit a hundred.
4: I know. That's I, not amazing. Only that, not only did he hit a hundred, he hit a hundred at the same time. He did like a double high five, like for his hundredth. Did you see that? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, he Joe Gatta does so 101. it a hundred and one. Yeah. What's the
2: sports reference for that? Like it, maybe if you hit it out of the park, what do you do? With the you, you toss the bat? I don't know.
4: Bat? You do a bat flip? He did a bat flip. Yeah, that was like his his suck it. His hashtag suck it. That was this. his his uh, captain fat belly. Do people have on top does a, a Do baseball players ever give the suck it when they hit home? Not yet, but it will cause a bench clearing brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I, you love a bench clearing brawl. Yeah, I, I would love to see one is it
2: all right can i ask a question this yeah. is, might be like really dumb okay okay but i'm I'm okay with it yeah i'm ready Would it is it illegal to bring the bat if you hit a home run and you walk the, the bases with the playing guitar with the bat
4: oh specifically you
2: know
3: playing what? guitar or what about yeah. like carrying it in the air like a hero yeah, I, I don't
4: think it is i think it is frowned upon but there's not a rule expressly against it because if i had a home run
2: uh, yeah. Let's say it's like a, just even a normal game, but let alone like if it's a World Series or something like okay. that. Yeah. I hit a, I hit a home run. I'm playing that back as a guitar for the whole run. It's going to be a sliding real sliding
3: in your like on your knees with the like other Bruce. teams with the guitar oh. to home base.
2: That's, that's what we a do. Home run. That, it, that, if you yeah. do that, James. If or if any of us, let's promise here, team, yeah. all of us. If any of us do that, that's what we do. Okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm
3: definitely going to the World Series. You hear
2: us, sports, uh, of so, course. Yeah, ben and right? Jerry's
4: Emmy World Series. There it is. Brooklyn Cyclones, New York Mets. Yeah, we're ready to play. We've worked right. with you in the past. Yeah. Either one, I know. Yeah, the levels are roughly I mean, the hey, same.
2: Trenton Blue Claws. We'll go back Liquid. there. Liquid. Liquid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, that's that's great. Sal and Joe kiss for the
0: win. You think I'm afraid to kiss him? I'll kiss him right now. You want to kiss? I'll kiss you. I don't want to. Do a kiss, but they didn't do it. Then we win if the kiss. I don't want to, and I have a cool. we just do something
2: else. <laughs> no, because they told us to win. <laughs> See you later guys Enjoy your uh, travels Okay Thank you
1: They're not even looking They're not looking They're not looking Oh don't look
0: We're looking
4: You gotta want it as bad as me We're both gonna win
0: Oh my god
4: (laughs) Yeah. I mean that's great too It's like such a fun little like cherry on top of this When like the other guys wouldn't do it And they did it And also Just thinking about like uh, other inside jokes in in this episode, the chomp chomp noise that the guys are doing Mm -hmm. was something that our old boss Eric Liederman used to do in the office. He would uh, if if you're eating at lunch in in the
2: office, and I go to watch James. James, you do it. I'm gonna take a bite. Here we go. So as you're eating, he would make the noise, oh, which no. is uh, yeah, so, fun. so annoying, but so very, funny. when, very when right. it's
4: not you, you love it. But when it's you, you're like, makes you just feel like gross. Yeah. Right. Liederman was a executive producer on this show and he would do that a lot of time. And that's again, like just the guys like taking an inside joke and putting it on TV. Right. And it's so funny to watch the guys do it. And then when they're staring right at the, the two kids, like eating it, they like the two guys, like they can't help but laugh too. It's just so dumb. And Sal's laughing, Joe's laughing. It It's a very silly thing. I, I loved this challenge. I, when I was watching this, I was like, how doesn't this kick off an episode? Like, this is such a good challenge. I really, really enjoyed it. Eric now works at, at Seth Myers, who does not have an ice cream. Oh, I was just looking it up. Oh, okay. Seth Myers does
2: not have an ice cream. Really? So there's hope for us. Okay. Um, definitely great. Getting
3: All
2: right. Well, you know, For this punishment, I thought, why don't we do, we do two birds (laughs) and we call Simi and talk out the whole punishment with him because Simi had some ideas, some notes on this, right?
4: Oh yeah. And this is, Mm -hmm. this is a crazy story about this whole punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk to Simi. All right. Let's call him
2: Let's do it. We interrupt the podcast to bring you breaking news with Simi Can't Stand Your Bits and Simi Let's see if he could stand our bits this week.
1: We'll see. We'll see. The track record is not great for most tries.
2: All right, well, Simi, So we got Yanni, and in, did you approve this bit just because of with the star power of Yanni?
1: It's yeah. It's hard to it's hard to deny the Yanni power. Um, it's you know this one this one was interesting because you know most punishments. I and, and Tina, you can you can um, chime in here as well. Like I feel like most punishments um, are pretty fleshed out by the time the punishment shoots. Like usually by the Mm -hmm. time the punishment is ready to go, um, you know, all the, all the details have been figured out. There might be some curveballs thrown in, but we pretty much have a good sense of what is going to happen. And, um, this was a case where, um, I believe, and you guys can, can maybe, maybe tell me if uh, how true this is, but uh, this one felt like it sort of came together a little last minute and, this was one of those that because of the venue, you know, we we said, go ahead, even though the creative wasn't entirely figured out. The thought was, look, if you guys can get on a Broadway stage with Yanni, who Murr has been obsessed with his whole life, um, then, you know, that works. And then we, we have confidence that you guys will figure it out. And that and that was a little kind of loosey goosier than we typically do.
4: One hundred percent. This was the loosiest and the goosiest of punishments in terms of like planning uh going into it because I don't get me wrong we planned and there was many ideas yeah we
2: brainstormed a lot of ideas for like just what we could do on stage right and um I, I actually, I, the camera thing, I think I, I think it was originally my idea. I think I was like, cause I watched a, some videos of Yanni, which if you haven't done yet, folks, you should. Yeah.
4: And I your think copless is beautiful.
2: And we were all talking it out with the guys and stuff. I was like, well, what if it was like a camera? What if it like the mer was this bad camera? Cause I always find that so funny when they go to a shot that the, that the camera guy wasn't ready for. And then he quickly like snaps in. Mm-hmm. I always like
4: love that. I love little foibles like that. Yeah. It, Th- that was an idea. There was like talk of doing it as, um, uh, uh making mer just open for Yanni and just being like, you know, he's yes. been taking lessons forever, which, you know, again, we ended up doing at the end as like a mm-hmm. little bit of a tag at the end, uh, almost like maybe like a revenge for the señora lanza thing, uh, where he'd he'd open up, but it'd be on Broadway. Um, and they kind of talked themselves out of that. Like, oh, we don't really repeat stuff. And it feels like a little bit different, like a little bit lesser in some way. Like, yeah. Cause it, you know, it would only be a single punishment instead of a double and all this other stuff. Like, do you remember the name of that? The band was going to be Signoro Lonzo. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> and, right. I remember that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And it, we, we filmed this on a Sunday. We normally don't film on Sundays. Uh, But again, like we said, we had this location and we couldn't let it go. Like Yanni was on board and uh, when Yanni's on board, you gotta go. I'm absolutely. 100%. I was just gonna
3: ask if it was filmed on a Sunday because I like vaguely remember emails flying back and forth like all weekend long. So
4: and you, yeah. we we really that rarely
2: is. film on weekends.
4: Yeah, the guys
2: yeah. need their weekends.
4: They do. They're together <laughs> more than they're not. Like they're together 300 days a year, literally, yeah. and oh. like so they need like a little bit of time to miss each other and then come back and love each other. They did not get that this weekend. Uh, but the love is still there, and it shines strong. And yeah, I mean, it, it was
2: just—I <laughs> got to give Yanni some credit because he doesn't—he didn't, so much, he didn't oh break at all. He never laughed, like in a yeah. good way, like like which made the fan, like the, like the audience there, be like, "Wait, is this part of it?" Like he really suspended their uh, disbelief or yeah, their belief. How do you say that? And, and I, and,
1: and I, yeah, I mean, what's what's you know, James, what you were just talking about about the the evolution of that creative, I think, perfectly. Uh, sums up what makes impractical jokers special which is you know that the the creative started in a, in what could have been a sort of generic place right where the guys where murr had to go and open for Yanni. and that felt to me like the kind of thing that it's okay and and you know it could maybe work as a punishment but but the the so sort of all the best punishments have this relatable twist. And like you said, you know, it's it's always awkward when they cut to the camera guy who who isn't ready for a shot. And that Murr holding that camera just completely took that punishment to a completely different place yeah. and to a much better place. So kudos to you guys for for elevating it.
2: Yeah, it's 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 so fun to see to see like there's so many people that want to make the show better and better. There's nobody who like rests on their laurels and is just like, yeah, we'll just get them on stage and like, yeah, Mer will like play bad. It's like, (laughs) no, like what's the what's the most inventive way to do this? And it's like we're going to keep brainstorming and coming up with stuff until we get that. Like all four of the Jokers are like that. You're like that Simi Tina. Like we try to do that, too. And even like the producers that like are in the field, uh, they're also thinking of how can we do this? And even the editors, the editors are like, how can we take this to the next level with how we score it? Yeah. It's nice to work on a show where everybody is like fighting for that, you know, uh, inspired idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's incredible. And then, yeah, go ahead, Tina.
3: Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think the great thing about it was there. there's like two layers of comedy there because it's... There's comedy within knowing what Mar has to do and being mm-hmm. embarrassed about this, but there's also comedy in the shots that we're seeing. Yes, right. like Mar's big head in the screen, Yanni's nose, right. like, and all of that. So you have two <laughs> layers going on there. Yeah. And very funny. Yeah, it,
4: this was like such a weird punishment too because it's scored by Yanni playing piano. So you have <laughs> this beautiful music underneath this just like insane intensely awkward moment. Of like and then like the Joker's laughter. It, it's bizarre. It's like an acid trip. Yeah, (laughs) like watching this punishment. You're like, what is happening right now? This is definitely.
2: You're right. It's the most beautiful score we've ever had. No offense to whoever makes our music, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But yeah, those editors.
4: We'll we'll keep them under our
2: heel now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, We should give Yanni a job maybe
4: just doing music for our show. Mm-hmm. Oh, He could probably use it. Oh, he would be slumming it if he came. He's on the Broadway, Casey. I know. If he came down to, to Joker level, the guys, you know, with the guys, us going down, hanging out in Staten Island, going to <laughs> the brewery that Q owns or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Simi, are you a fan of Yanni?
1: Um, well, I, I can't say I was so familiar with his work beforehand, but but now— Yeah, I love him. I mean, you're absolutely right that the music really does elevate that punishment and uh, sounds great.
2: I believe it was his idea, Yanni's idea, to actually play an instrumental song. Like, he wasn't singing or, like, I I don't know if all of his music is. Yeah, he's mostly instrumental. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm clearly a huge fan, too. Wait,
1: I have a question for you guys, because we, you know, I was not there that day. How did the audience react when you revealed what was going on?
4: They threw chairs. They burned the place down. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that, that theater now needs to be renovated and we owe a lot of money. I hope you get the bill soon, Simi, because it's very high. Uh no, the audience, uh, when it was finally revealed, like it, it was great. It, it was kind of like um that relief that we see on camera, like when Chase uh revealed to the the class in Q's art class punishment where that where he did the X's, it was kind of like that. Like everyone was like kind of relieved. In part, I think. Because they paid big money to come to a Broadway show, and they were worried that it's gonna be this like mess the this was the first song so they were I think they all thought it was gonna be a nightmare the entire time they're right. gonna have to watch this idiot. They told them it was a joke uh they said that it was impractical jokers, and like there was a lot of smiles they like the cell phones came out you know for a little bit everyone then was like realized it because. Even though like Murr's got the camera on him, like people, they, you don't put it all together. You're not expecting to see Murr, even if you've seen Impractical Jokers before. You don't expect to see him when you go to see Yanni. Uh, so then, I don't think this clientele are, are necessarily like
2: our main demographic. I think like <laughs> like you know you what think? I mean. I don't I don't think that they're like that like the people who are like going to Broadway to see Yanni. Yes, is necessarily like
4: to go, they don't want to see Murr. <laughs> as well but you know they it was like relieved and like laughter and they settled back in and then we hung out and we jammed out to some yawn. it was great like they they were able to go on and enjoy the rest of the show
1: that's great i'm glad glad to hear they didn't actually burn the place down
4: yeah it, it 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 was really incredible and then also just talking about how hard everyone worked on this uh and how it came together last minute and at the end, you hear Q kind of congratulate Joe. He's like, uh, what, what did he say? Mr. Stage Manager? Mm-hmm. But what, what Q said to Joe was because Joe, beforehand, ran a rehearsal with a producer holding the camera, so he could direct a, a producer around the stage the way he would have to direct Murray around the stage beforehand. And he came up with like little shorthand terms and like came up with like little cues again, like, okay. Um put like put little pieces of tape down on the floor and be like, all right, go to the blue tape, go to the green tape. And then he so he could and I think some of that is in the cup, but some of it gets cut out where he's like, Mer, go to that green tape, kneel down. Like Joe Gatto really did an amazing job. All the all the guys did, but in that like crunch time situation, Joe just came alive and was like came up with a perfect plan again to execute this thing within and that's out of that's, six that's, minutes
2: that's not only like for our show that's out of respect for yanni and like his whole yeah. production team so that we're not like fumbling like in, in in a way that doesn't look good for camera like a fumbling that like messes the show up too much like he as much as we're taking over their show for the first six to eight minutes like he also doesn't want to like Really mess anything up or like, mess yeah. up stage people, you know,
3: you want to get those horrible shots right off the bat, so right. you're not getting like almost horrible shots and then needing to you, do yep. more, yeah. And like, yeah,
2: like that mu- that mustache shot is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, right. well, Simi, thank you. Any other thoughts?
1: No, guys, I I think I mean, look, I think it's a great episode. I love the um, laugh man standing is always fun, um, and it's uh, it was, it was definitely one of those episodes that we we enjoyed start to finish, so mm-hmm. great work.
2: So last week you said that you were you know, we we were calling you from your office in Hudson Yards, but today you you said you were somewhere tropical. Where are you today?
1: Um, yes, today I'm in this beautiful tropical location known as my office in Hudson Yards. Oh, oh. oh same place. Oh, interesting. Oh, I so, can hear. Is that a mm-hmm.
4: toucan chirping? Is that?
1: Wait, a- so give me one second. Hold on, guys. Wow, one more pina colada. Thank you. Uh, sorry, what
2: were we asking? <laughs> one more pina colada. <laughs> it's t- it's eleven a.m. Simmy. Wow. Uh, you
1: know. <laughs> it's yeah there's it's a, a tropical, time difference in yeah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah no i i this is this is where i sleep guys so where whenever you call me this is pretty much where, where you'll reach me
4: <laughs> awesome that's great all
2: right simmy thank you so much
1: my pleasure guys talk to you next time all all right. Right, Simi. bye simmy
4: wow oh always nice to talk to simmy that was great you well what? what you know what i was gonna say case <laughs> uh real quick was just that I didn't get to shout out Q for doing all his Yanni research mm-hmm. that he did really? beforehand. Like if you see him talking about, it, he's like talk about Yanni uh, playing the Acropolis, Yanni playing the Taj Mahal. He's so successful. Broadway's a step down for him. <laughs> he's played the Acropolis. He's played the Taj Mahal. Yes, yes. He had so much Yanni knowledge the day of that. He And he was just like espouting spouting it to everyone. He was like talking to. And I asked him like, how do you know so much about Yanni? You're a big fan. He's like, well, like yeah, I've listened to it. I know it. But like, no, he's like, I did my research because I'm going to meet Yanni today. And I just think that's a good life lesson. It's
1: respectful. Hey. It
4: is. like next time, anytime you're going into like any kind of event, you're going to meet somebody or uh, like, I don't know, job interviews or something, do your research. It like, she's yeah. like, yeah, I Wikipedia it. I checked it out and I remembered it. I don't know. I just thought. You know, I actually, just a shout out yeah. a, and a great interviewer is the dude from Hot Ones. That's Once. how I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, he's Sean great. Evans is unbelievable. The guy should be on Hot Ones. They should. For and that's sure. where we premiere the ice cream flavor. Oh, <laughs> maybe we make it a punishment. Don't tell anyone. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, cool. All right, All right secret well, guys, secret. keep that our secret. secret. Don't well, tell anyone. It's between us.
2: us. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you so much, yeah. James. Thank you, Casey. Ugh, you're welcome. Uh, um, so tune in for for next week we got some we got lots of more episodes left hey, and
4: case because what? We, I got a tease <gasps> Woo! are you serious yeah yeah I got a tease for next week come on, check it out
2: there you go all right Joey your answer is with the mop
4: with the mop
2: yeah he's a custodian with
1: the mop come in Joe Joe come in Joe go for Joe hey Joe I know you're married how did you practice kissing before your wedding day with the mop I'm sorry have- I said with the mop
2: no 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 how did you practice kissing before your wedding day I practice kissing with the mop so you're saying that you practice
1: kissing your wife with a mop so you used to kiss a mop
2: you're just not getting it. Maybe I'm breaking up. Could you tell him that I kissed
1: a mop? Kissed a mop. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, we're asking him this question. Before his wedding day, how did he practice kissing? And his answer is...
3: He kissed the mop.
1: 10-4. <laughs> Over. Thank you so much. You guys weren't just getting it. I said with the mop. I made out with that mop. I made out with the mop. You made out with the mop. I, I made out with that mop. You brought this kids and your wife on the mop.